When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, Bitcoin eyes liquidity above $30,000 as gold hits a new all-time high as the ongoing U.S. banking crisis continues. Quoting Max Kaiser, the fiat money world is disintegrating as I predicted. It's all going to zero against Bitcoin. Every bank in America is technically insolvent. So is the Fed and so is the government. America will soon be remembered as the building seven of countries. Get some BTC ASAP. Amen. In breaking news just in, the Kingdom of Bhutan to raise $500 million for their hydro-powered Bitcoin mining operations. Let's go. Also, Nigerian national blockchain policy gets government approval. We'll also be discussing major BRICS countries looking to integrate national payment system amid the push to ditch the U.S. dollar. I'll be breaking down this latest report as well as big breaking news. El Salvador President Nayib Bokele signs law eliminating taxes on technology innovations. Quoting the president here, I just signed into law the Innovation and Technology Manufacturing Incentives Act that eliminates all taxes, including income, property, capital gains, and import tariffs on technology innovations, software, and app programming, AI, computer and communications, hardware, manufacturing. Balaji's response, it's not about first world and third world anymore. It's about ascending world and descending world. And under Nayib Bokele's leadership, El Salvador has entered the ascending world. Amen. Also in today's show, Bitcoin Prime to explode by 65% before triggering an altcoin season, predicts top crypto analyst Kevin Svensson. I'll be sharing his timeline as well as his Bitcoin psych peak prediction top of $350,000. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome, everyone. This is pod episode number 1271. I'm your host, JV, and today is May 4th, 2023, and the market is pumping. As you can see here on your screen, we got Bitcoin up about 2% for the day, trading at roughly 20 $8,900 at the time of this recording. We also have Ether, BNB, XRP, and Solana all pumping and in the green and checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap back on the rise. Currently just under 1.2 trillion with about 42 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance also back on the rise at 47.1% with the Ether dominance at 19.1%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, we have the Woo Network up 11%, trading above 28 cents, followed by Render Token up 8%, trading at $2.28. Come follow by Conflux, up 7.5%, trading just above $0.32. Cents. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, Pepe leading the surge, up a whopping 75%. Meme coin for the win, FTT also up 16.7%, and KAS up 14%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, one of my favorite indicators. We're currently rated a 64 in greed. Yesterday, a 64. Last week, a 59. And last month, a 62 in greed. So there you have it. 
How many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto? Let me know in the comments right down below. And now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out the charts and where we stand. Let's get it. Bitcoin reclaimed 29,000 overnight into May 4th as the U.S. banking crisis right spawning new victims. And here you can see the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View tracked the swift mood change for Bitcoin, which hit 29.2 on Bitstamp. Bitcoin had sunk to daily lows the previous day after the Wall Street Open as markets awaited the Federal Reserve's decision on interest rates. And at the same time, more U.S. regional bank stocks were suffering with the uptrend remaining as the Fed I'm sorry, with this trend remaining as the Fed confirmed its much anticipated quarter of a percent hike, one lender, Pac West Bank Corp, reportedly announced that it was considering a buyout, pressuring the regional bank sector even further while boosting havings, including BTC. Gold even hit a new all-time high as market commentators criticized the Fed's approach and predicted the end of rate hikes altogether. Quoting them here, the biggest joke is the fact that Jerome Powell says that the banking system has improved and is healthy, sound, and resilient. It's the weakest it has ever been, and another few banks have been falling apart after the market. And this is quoting Mikhail Vende Pop, crypto analyst. This was the last hike. And he makes a great point because Powell came out just yesterday and assured everyone the banking sector has never been this good and secure. Things are fine. Nothing to worry about. A few hours later, another bank bites the dust and another one and another one. You can't make this stuff up, folks. This is wild. So Van de Pop referenced comments on the regional banking sector by the Fed chairman, which accompanied the rate decision. Quoting him here, conditions in that sector have broadly improved since early March and the U.S. banking system is sound and resilient. Yeah, sure. We'll continue to monitor the conditions in this sector. We are committed to learning the right lessons from this episode and we'll work to prevent events like these from happening again. And check this out. U.S. regional bank stocks after hours, West down 60%, Western Alliance down 30%, Metropolitan Bank down 20%, Valley National down 15%, Home Street down 11%, Zion's Bank down 10%, Keep Corp down 8%, and Citizens Financial down 5%, and the list continues and continues. Now, Arthur Hayes, the former CEO of Derivatives Exchange BitMEX, revealed he was already hunting for failing regional banks. Markets, he argued, could depend upon the next move, either by Powell or Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Quoting him here, you never know what is the trigger that causes Yellen or Powell to cave and bail everyone out. It's all politics now, and politics is more about the power than rational decisions. And he makes a, a great point. Now for an important signal, turning to Bitcoin, reclaiming 29000 provided a much-needed bullish counterpoint for the recent price action. Eyeing changes in the Binance order book, monitoring resource material indicators, showed that well-buying power had gained the upper hand through the news events. Quitting them here, after clearing out most of the liquidity in the range before the FOMC Fed rate hike announcement, the Bitcoin whales had no problem eating through the remaining liquidity and reclaim $29,000. And quoting crypto analyst Philip Swift, if Bitcoin keeps trending up, there is a lot of liquidity between $31,000 and $35,000. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with these crypto analysts. And quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, the fiat money world is disintegrating as I predicted. It is all going to zero against Bitcoin. Every bank in America is technically insolvent. So is the Fed and so is the government. America will soon be remembered as the building seven of countries. Get some Bitcoin. 
Bitcoin, ASAP, very bold words, breach. And breaking news, the Kingdom of Bhutan to raise $500 million for hydro-powered Bitcoin mining operations, which we're going to break down right here. And welcome to everyone just tuning in. If you're new to the channel, make sure to hit that subscribe button. And if you're only listening to the pod, be sure to check out the YouTube channel for the full premium experience with video at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Yeah, now let's break down our next breaking story of the day. This is a beautiful photo of the kingdom of Bhutan. Now, Bitcoin mining company BitDR BTDR, said it will work with the Bhutan government to establish crypto mining operations in the Southeast Asian country. That's right. The Nasdaq-listed miner and the government's commercial arm, Druk Holding and Investments, will establish a $500 million fund to raise money for the venture for international investors and expect the fundraising efforts to start this month. Let's go. According to an emailed statement on Wednesday, the funds raised will be used to construct data centers in the country. They will be uh, powered by hydropower, which provides the country with virtually all of its electricity. How cool is that? Bhutan's goal for the venture is to accelerate the kingdom digital transformation and economic diversification by exploring emerging sectors. Hey, any place calling themselves a kingdom should be on a Bitcoin standard, just saying. Now for BitDeer, the partnership will mark a crucial expansion into Asia, the Singapore-based firm said. It currently operates in six mining sites in Washington State, Texas, Tennessee, and Norway. BitDeer listed on the NASDAQ last month through a special purpose acquisition company, Blue Safari Group, Acquisition Corp. And since the listing, it had fallen nearly 30%, currently trading at $7.19 at Tuesday's close. And like almost all of its peers, BitDeer suffered a torrid 2022, incurring losses of $62 million compared with profit of $82 million the year before. The mining industry was squeezed between falling valuations and crypto assets and rising energy prices with a number of firms filing for bankruptcy as a result. So let's go. I think it's fantastic that the government is supporting their initiative to mine with this clean energy using hydropower. And now let's break down our next story of the day, discuss the latest what's happening in Nigeria as mass adoption for the King Crypto continues. Let's break this down. Government of Nigeria, one of the world's most curious nations about crypto, like Bitcoin, has approved the national blockchain policy during its meeting on May 3rd. The approval was in response to a memo presented by Isla Ali, the Minister of Communications and Digital Economy. In the announcement, the Federal Ministry of Communications and Digital Economy cited a report from PricewaterhouseCoopers predicting the widespread adoption of blockchain technology across various industries, which could potentially contribute $1.76 trillion to the global gross domestic product by 2030, re- representing a 1.4% of the world's GDP. Now, the FMCDC developed the national blockchain policy through stakeholder consultants in both the public and private sectors. The policy was developed on behalf of the federal government of Nigeria in line with the seventh pillar of the national digital economy policy and strategy, which focuses on digital society and emerging technologies. A massive shout out to Nigeria and its people. A draft of the blockchain adoption strategy released in October of 2020 stated that blockchain and decentralized ledger technology would facilitate the development of the Nigerian digital economy. Now, the policy aims to establish a blockchain-based economy that facilitates secure transactions, data sharing, and value exchange amongst individuals, businesses, as well as the government. The implementation of the policy is expected to have a favorable impact on the public and 
private sectors in Nigeria. How many of you are currently in Africa? Let me know. The National Information Technology Development Agency would be responsible for coordinating the policy initiatives under the supervision of the FMCDC. Additionally, a multi-sectoral steering committee has been established to oversee the policy implementation. Now, the Federal Executive Council has instructed relevant regulatory bodies such as the Central Bank of Nigeria, the National Universities Commission, and the Securities and Exchange Commission and the Nigerian Communications Commission to create regulatory frameworks for the implementation of blockchain technology in different sectors across the economy. The strategy for blockchain adoption includes initiatives aimed at establishing a consortium of blockchains in Nigeria, strengthening the regulatory and legal framework, promoting digital identity, creating blockchain business incentive programs, fostering digital literacy and awareness of blockchain technology, and establishing a national blockchain sandbox for testing as well as piloting. And despite this new policy, transactions using cryptocurrency remain illegal in the country. But guess what? That's not stopping the local Nigerians from using crypto just because their government says you're not allowed to do so. But isn't it so interesting? The places where Bitcoin gets you know banned or you're not allowed to use it seems to thrive in these atmospheres. And it's because we have corrupt governments all around the world who don't want Bitcoin adoption to take place, but eventually they will be forced to do so because Bitcoin equals the future. So if you want to have a future, you better incorporate Bitcoin in cryptocurrency. And I'm just telling you how I feel it really is. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments right down below. And now let's discuss the latest with BRICS. And then we'll discuss the latest with the breaking revelation of El Salvador uh, introducing a new uh, tax incentive with no taxes for tech uh, innovations in their country. And then we'll dive into a $48,000 upcoming Bitcoin price prediction in the coming weeks, followed by a more of a long-term $350,000 Bitcoin price prediction for this cycle peak. And then we'll dive into some live Q&A. And welcome to each and every one of you just tuning in to the live show. Make some noise in the live chat. Now, two of the largest members of BRICS are reportedly exploring how they can link their payment systems. According to the Economic Times, we have India's external affairs minister and Russia's deputy prime minister, which are analyzing how the two countries can create new payment avenues that could circumvent financial sanctions levied against Moscow. That's right. Per the report, you have these guys agreeing to determine how they can integrate India's unified payment interface and Russia's faster payment system. The UPI is a mobile payment method which allows users to make real-time transfers, while the FPS is a service that enables users to transfer funds between banks using their mobile number. The two government officials also agreed to look into adopting the financial messaging system of the Bank of Russia for cross-border payments in an effort to move away from the global interbank platform. Swift, it's about time. BRICS and a group of economically aligned nations that currently includes Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. The recent talks between Russia and India come as BRICS moves to create a new global currency that doesn't rely on the U.S. dollar. And according to Antitali, Russia's chairman of the State Duma Committee of the Financial Market, negotiations have already been in detail of the new currency which is underway and the economic alliance might reach an agreement by the end of the year. And as I shared in a previous episode, there's 26 other nations which are joining this massive alliance of de-dollarization as they move away from the U.S. dollar. So what's the fate? of the US dollar. You tell me your thoughts and you know honest concerns in the comments below. And towards the end of the show, I'll be reading all of that out loud. And now for our next breaking story of the day. This is a pretty big deal. So massive shout out to Nigel Bokele and the people of El Salvador. Uh, yeah, 
awesome dude right here. Following the announcement of the bill in March of this year, El Salvador President Bukele signed the law just today, eliminating taxes on technology innovations. Moreover, Bukele noted that the Innovation and the Technology Manufacturing Incentive Act will eliminate income, property, capital gains, and important tariffs for technology innovations. The announcement reinforces El Salvador's perspective as a haven for technology development. And additionally, Bukele stated that the new act protects technology innovation, software and app programming, AI, computer and communications, hardware manufacturing, as he revealed in this tweet just this morning before I went live at 9.50 a.m. He tweeted, I just signed into law the Innovation and Technology Manufacturing Incentives Act that eliminates all taxes, including income, property, capital gains, and import tariffs on technology innovations, software and app programming, AI, computer communications, and hardware manufacturing. So if you do the math, as he is reducing uh, tax, you know, what I mean? We have our president in the United States, Mr. Sleepy Joe, adding more and more taxes and looking to impose more and more taxes and tariffs and like a never-ending battle to tax humanity and American citizens. It's absolute insanity. And this is driving a lot of entrepreneurs abroad to places like El Salvador. You know what I mean? Who wants to pay all these ridiculous taxes, especially when the government has the power to print endless amounts of infinite money? Money printer continue to go burr. So why do they need our tax money? So I love what Bukele is doing. So massive shout out to Bukele and the people of El Salvador. In March, Bukele announced his intention to introduce a bill protecting technology advancements in the country. And subsequently, the bill was sent to Congress to eliminate taxes on a variety of innovations of the tech sector. Now the El Salvador president officially signed the law eliminating all taxes on technology innovations. And additionally, he took to Twitter to announce that the legislative action had been carried out and that the bill had officially been signed. Let's go. The innovations in technology manufacturing an incentive act will likely attract tech developments to the country 100%. Now, moreover, the elimination of taxes presents an economic benefit to host of companies. Conversely, El Salvador continues to maintain its commitment to a variety of tech innovations that are currently being developed. Various developments in the tech sector have been marred by regulatory action and specifically generative AI and crypto have seen unclear regulations halt their development and subsequently, El Salvador has been quick to create an alternative environment through this new law. So, there you have it. I mean, massive respect to Bukele. I love what he's doing. Now, Balaji, who is the former CTO, chef, chief technology officer of Coinbase, he responded to Bukele. It's not about the first world and third world anymore. It's about ascending world and descending world. And under Bukele's leadership, El Salvador has entered the ascending world. 100% facts. So there you have it. And now let's break down our final story of the day and discuss some very bullish price predictions for the King Crypto. And then we'll dive into some live uh, Q&A. Here we go. Popular analyst and trader Svensson is expressing bullish sentiment on Bitcoin over the coming weeks. He tells the 71,000 subs on YouTube that Bitcoin can go parabolic if it repeats a similar pattern seen months before the last happening. Quoting him here. Uh, Bitcoin is now creating a higher low right along our parabolic curve, which could create the next major impulse up towards 48,000. So he's saying Bitcoin in the coming weeks can rise all the way to 48,000. Are you ready? And quoting him again, that means that Bitcoin in theory has another 65% from here to the next target of 48,000. That's a 65% move. That is a tremendous opportunity if it does in fact play out. 
Let me know if you feel this is likely to play out. According to Svensson, the altcoins can start rallying if and after Bitcoin has broken out to just under $50,000 in line with the Bitcoin behavior months before the previous halving. Bitcoin's next halving is scheduled for early 2024, now less than a year away. Quoting the analyst again, if Bitcoin dominance does break out of this next uh, run, if we run towards 48,000, this is where I think the altcoins will begin to see major moves after the run. And that is the same thing that occurred back in 2019. What I'm looking for here is for the Bitcoin dominance to see one final blow off top before getting some sort of trend down and then alt season could begin at that point. And when altcoin season can start, he goes on to share somewhere in June, July is when getting into the altcoin market may be the best option or even sooner if you want to front run that whole idea. And to watch this video he did entitled Bitcoin's run to 48,000 next, check the show notes below the video in the description. And now for his $350,000 price prediction, which he outlined a few years back as a cycle peak. So let's discuss this. So if this scenario actually, you know, played out, Svensson used a log scale Fibonacci extension tool in the 2013 peak to the bear market low. The 2017 top at 20,000 coincided with the 2.618 extension. And by repeating the process of the 2017 top of the 2018 bottom, he noticed that the recent price action is respecting the resistance level of 1.618. This was when Bitcoin was trading roughly at 65,000. If Bitcoin's price movement was going to play out in the same type of move, we can see it reached this 2.618 extension, which is at that $350,000 mark for the King Crypto, which is outlined here in this chart. And looking at the stock to flow model, the top is predicted at 300,000. Well, they updated it. Now it's somewhere between 100,000 and 1 million. If Bitcoin repeats the move from 2017, it's expected to exceed the upper band of the stock to flow model and land at the peak price of 350 $50,000. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analysts. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.